0: And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. It's not often that you're going to get two episodes from me in a row, but uh, I just was moved this morning by one of my buddies' podcast, and I really felt like I needed to say something. Normally, I'll put this up as an Instagram live video, but I'm going to post the video as well because I really think that it's something that you need to hear this morning because it really resonated with me. Most of you know that I was a former baseball coach and high school teacher. If you've been listening for a while, you'd know that. Thank you for paying attention and being part of this whole process for me. If you're watching this on video, I'm not going to look at the camera a whole lot because I'm going to be reading something in a minute here. But I wanted to talk about some of the things that my friend Zach said in his podcast this morning or his guest and him had a conversation. Baseball relates a lot to life, and that's why I really love it. A lot of times you'll hear me talk about the batting average of a good player being 300 which basically means that they have failed seven times out of ten. And that is what I love about baseball. But there's so many little life lessons with it to me that resonate with me, which can resonate with you as well. And one of the there was two things that Zach and his guest Duncan talked about today, which were just resonating to me. If you haven't listened to the Limitless Possibilities podcast, you should. I really think you should check it out, especially this episode with Duncan. It's the latest one that he put out. And it's, it's just a great episode, especially if you are an athlete or a baseball player or anything like that. But the problem is, is, it's not just for athletes. So I want you to think about that. It relates to everything in life. And it just really resonated with me. Let's get into it. So one of the things that he talked about was taking care of the small things, which I've preached about multiple times. And I, when I coached, I talked to kids about that a lot. The little things like picking up trash, picking up garbage, pulling the weeds, things like that, which these quotes kind of really led into that and really resonate with me with the fact that. You can do this in everyday little life as well. But on the baseball field, it kind of has a little different meaning. One of the things that they said is if a baseball were $5 bills, would you take care of them and would you leave them on the ground? And this is often a time in coaching or often something that happens with coaching when kids decide that, you know, they're just going to leave baseballs out. They're not taking care of the field. A lot of times you have to be on them to make sure that everything looks good. The problem is, is if you keep a clean house, you have something to be proud of. And you work very hard at making that happen. Kids don't have a, they don't understand that. And I'm sure if you have children, it's the same way. They don't get that every little thing that they leave out makes the house messier. Every little thing that they do that they don't take pride in will resonate and move over into life. And that's why we always preach at them to take pride in what they're doing. I always have to ask my daughter to clean up her room. I always have to, you know, be on them. And people think that it's nitpicky. But to me, in my life, if I didn't do those little things, If I didn't follow through with everything that I did, things wouldn't happen the way that I needed them to. So picking up baseballs is a small little minute thing, but it also also is something that is a little thing that you want to take care of and make sure that you're doing on a daily basis. Pick up all those baseballs because they did cost $5. If we don't spend the time doing that, then it will cost us $5 later on that takes away from the things that we could have. Do we want a nice pitching machine? Do we want some new uniforms? Do we want all those things? If we spend all those $5 over and over again, the little things, the little amount of money replacing those because we don't take care of them, then we don't have the nice things that we'd like to have. So that was something that kind of resonated with me. Also taking pride in the field. If anyone's played for me or when I coached that played with me, they know that I took a lot of pride in making sure that the field looked good It's kind of like your uniform. You have new uniforms, you have a nice looking field, you feel good about yourself and you play better because you're taking care of that little thing. So dragging the field, pulling weeds, things like that. And so one of the quotes that he said was, anyone can grow dirt, pay attention to the grass because grass is hard to grow, which is very true. You can grow dirt, weeds will find a way. They're all, they're things that you just, you have to pay attention to. So those are two things that kind of hit me this morning. I just kind of wanted to throw these up here on a short little episode. And then I wanted to read something to you because I've seen this over and over again. And it's so crazy that this resonates with me in life. There was this coach, his name was Coach Skullinus. And so I'll kind of read through this. I'm just going to read it to you. And then I'll talk a little bit about it after. 1996, Coach Skullinus was 78 years old and five years retired from a college career that began in 1948. He was a coach. He shuffled to the stage in an impressive standing ovation, wearing a dark polyester pants a light blue shirt and a string around his neck from which hung home plate, a full-size stark white home plate. Home plate's for baseball, if you don't know that. Some of you may not know that, but that's okay. Just listen to the message. After 25 minutes of speaking, he said, you're probably wondering why I'm wearing a home plate around my neck, or maybe you think I escaped from Camarillo State Hospital, he said, his voice growling irascibly. I laughed along with the others acknowledging the possibility. No, he continued, I may be old, but I'm not crazy. The reason I stand here before you today is to share with you, baseball people, what I have learned in my life. What I have learned about home plate in my 78 years. Several hands went up and Skullinus asked how many Little League coaches were in the room. Do you know how wide home plate is in Little League? After a pause, someone offered 17 inches. More questions than answers. That's right, he said. How about in Babe Ruth? Any Babe Ruth coaches in the house? Another long pause. 17 inches, came a guess from another reluctant coach. That's right, said Skalinas. How many high school coaches do we have in the room? Hundreds of hands shot up. As a pattern began to appear, how wide is home plate in high school baseball? 17 inches, they said, sounding more confident. You're right, Scalenus barked. And in college, coaches, how wide is home plate? 17 inches, we said in unison. Any minor league coaches out there? How wide is home plate in pro baseball? 17 inches. Right, and any major leaguers, how wide home plate is in major leagues? 17 inches. So you can see there's kind of a pattern going here. 17 inches, he confirmed in his voice bellowing off the walls. What do they do with big league pitchers who can't throw the ball over 17 inches? They send him to Pocatello. He hollered, trying, gracious laughters. What they don't do, they don't say, ah, that's okay, Jimmy. You can't hit a 17-inch target we'll make it 18 inches or 19 inches. We'll make it 20 inches so you have a better chance of hitting it. If you can't hit that, let us know, then we can make it still wider, say 25 inches. And there was a pause. Coaches, what do we do when our best player shows up late to practice? What if he gets caught drinking? Do we hold him accountable or do we change the rules to fit him? Do we widen home plate? The chuckles gradually faded. 4,000 coaches grew quiet. The fog lifting As the coach's message began to unfold, he turned the plate towards himself using a sharpie and began to draw something. When he turned it towards the crowd, point up, a house was revealed, complete with freshly drawn door and windows. This is the problem in our homes today. With marriages, with the way we parent our kids, with discipline, we don't teach accountability to our kids. And there is no consequence for failing to meet the standards. We widen the plate. And if you've hung in that long, you think about that. This is what we do today. If something isn't met, if something doesn't, doesn't meet the requirements, we make it easier. And this is the main reason, one of the main reasons that I don't teach anymore. Kids do not want to do the work. They want to find a way to get out of doing the work. If they fail, they complain to their parents or other people, to teachers, to other teachers, to principals, and they try to figure out a way to manipulate it so that they don't have to feed in the parameters. And that is a big problem. Baseball teaches you that you need to make sure that you stay within those 17 inches. And it's been that way for a very long time. It was a pretty powerful message this morning for me. And that's kind of what it meant for me. And I want you to think about that on a daily basis. What are you doing for yourself? Are you widening home plate? What are you doing for your kids? Are you widening their home plate? What are you doing? Think about those things throughout your day. Let me know what you feel. Let me know what you think. I want to hear your thoughts on it, but this is definitely how I feel about it. Have a great day. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success.